You're listening to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. School is upon us. Many students uh, returning to school, teachers returning to school this week and next for our friends out east in just a few weeks. What does what difference does a Lutheran school make? Joining me in studio. Terry Schmidt, he's the Director of Schools and Accreditation for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod Office of National Mission. Terry, welcome back to Faith and Family. Glad to be here today, Andy. We're making this a regular habit, uh, studio time together. We have too much fun in the studio, We though. love to come on your show anytime. Well, when we can uh, when we can some finagle some time out of your schedule when you're not out doing accreditation or helping schools and districts uh, collaborate and work together to... Uh, to provide fine Lutheran education around the country. We have schools all over the U.S., don't we? We have about 2,200 Lutheran schools, all from coast to coast, a couple of international locations as well. So uh, we are located everywhere, and uh, as Johnny Cash says, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> You've been out to visit many of these, and, uh, and, and your team members here at the LCMS International Center as well, uh, Becky Schmidt, and uh, I guess uh, Matt goes out every once in a while too, Matt Burkle. Matt's in demand. He's got a lot of uh, resources related to the technology aspects Mm -hmm. of how we integrate that into our curriculum. And he is in demand. A lot of folks would like to get him out all the time. He's got a young child at home and he uh, is trying to cut back on that travel schedule a bit. Well, I'm grateful that we have Lutheran schools all over the country. I am a proud parent of a Lutheran preschool student uh, mm-hmm. this year, and very grateful for the Lutheran schools that uh, that we have, and the and, and appreciative of the the work and effort that goes into uh, to the, the, the whole collaboration and the the, the complexity that that uh, we call Lutheran schools. Uh, I'm very thankful for the teachers and the administrators and the, the the fellow parents and students who make up Lutheran schools. You've been involved in Lutheran schools for some time now, and you've been here in the serving Lutheran schools from the International Center for how many years? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yes. A lot, I bet, has changed, and a lot has remained the same when it comes to Lutheran schools during your tenure as an educator and and uh, also in administration. Absolutely. I, I can tell you specifically regarding one of my responsibilities, which is accreditation. Accreditation is vastly different today than it was when I first went through it in 1987. My school was one of the pilot schools to go through accreditation in 1987. My mother-in-law at Trinity Lutheran School in Edwardsville, Illinois, was my secretary. And she typed on a a selectomatic or whatever that typewriter is called seven times a 65-page document, retyped it, crossed out, whited out, changed it. Now we have word processors, we have computers, and the data is just generated so much easier. When you were on a team, you used to go into a school and leave with a mound of paper that needed to be disposed of. Now everything is done digitally. So I think probably the digitalization that has entered our schools in so many ways is one of the most fantastic changes between now and 1985 and when I began in 1975 we were still using the old mimeographs with the uh, purple yeah and sniff the papers after you're finished, you know. So, so technology has certainly changed the administrative side, accreditation as well. A lot of those processes that required a lot of paperwork now done digitally, but it's also shaped the classroom significantly. It's shaped the learner right. in different ways as well. Right. The 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 learner is is what, what we attempt to do in Lutheran schools is engage students in their learning environment. Learn engage students 
who, who go home and are excited about their school day, talk to their school day about their parents. When they get into the car, mom says, what did you do today? And they don't just say nothing. They, they are ready with a reply about what they've learned and how they're excited and motivated to get back tomorrow tomorrow to learn more. It is, um, it is a different environment. It really and truly is a different environment than when I was a student in Lutheran schools in the 1960s and when my children were students in Lutheran schools in the 1970s and 80s. <clears throat> Lutheran teachers make up, uh, you know, they play a significant role in Lutheran schools and Christian education. Uh, we were talking about how education has, or how technology has changed the the experience for the learner, for the student, but it's also changed that for the teachers as well, from administration and handling grades and things like that, all done electronically. Communication with parents, quite often done electronically. Uh, it, it's it's shaped the classroom as well. For an old guy like me, who's been around a long time, it is the most difficult challenge for me to face is how do I become a digital citizen in this ever-changing world. Today, teachers correspond with families. They use things, all kinds of something called, my wife uses something called Seesaw in first grade, and uh, it shares the activities with their parents. Parents are really aware of what's going on in classrooms now because we share that information digitally. Parents share their concerns with via email. The telephone is still a handy, handy device for us to use all the time. Um, and, of course, all the grades and attendance and records are kept online, which is a whole other world uh, compared to the old. We, we still keep grade books. We still keep paper and pencil grade books. But a lot of that all needs to then be entered. And it's entered on a weekly basis so parents can know right where their students are every day. Which has kind of changed that tradition of uh, students getting that that report card in mm -hmm. an envelope, you know, mm -hmm. that, that sealed uh, envelope that, that goes home to the parents. Absolutely. <laughs> it's changed that tradition. Parents are seeing grades uh, electronically throughout, the, throughout the, the whole school year. So there shouldn't be surprises. There aren't any surprises. And interestingly enough, Andy, one, one thing that has changed a bit, many of our schools are involving students in their parent-teacher conferences. The, uh, most of, many of our schools have a... a um, have a conference at the end of the first quarter, and they involve the student in sharing their goals, sharing their strengths and weaknesses, and talking about developing a plan to improve. We call that student-led conferencing. It's not really student-led, but it's teacher-directed and student-led in the fact that parents and teachers, and, and they begin with a prayer and end with a prayer, and, and in the middle they're talking about what they're doing, what they're doing well, what they need to improve in, and they walk out being much more engaged as the learner. It used to be in the old days, we sat in the car while mom and dad were in at the parent-teacher conference waiting to get the bad news when they came back. And uh, it's not that way at all anymore because students are ultimately responsible for their own work and themselves. And that's what we're trying to teach them in that process, is responsibility. You mentioned accreditation earlier, uh, being involved in that, and how that is different than what it was uh, you know, a couple of decades ago. Why is accreditation important today, and how does it make a difference for Lutheran schools today? Accreditation helps us to evaluate who we are and why we do what we do. And it also uh, provides us with the opportunity to share the evidence that illustrates who we are and what we do. Um, it's a great process to get us directed in a very tangible way 
on a on a roadmap to success. And um, I've talked to many many school administrators who dread going through it, and it's a lot of extra work. And when they're finished, they say. This was a good process, and it will be helpful. And it allows schools to get things done that maybe they wouldn't have gotten done in any other way. When an outside team of visitors comes in and says, you need that fence separating the road from your playground, it usually gets done, although the principal's been complaining about that for five years. Finally, the congregation will take action to put that that fence up because the outsider came in and validated that it is a concern. So before the accreditation process, it can seem daunting, seem like an insurmountable task. When you look at the list of, of things that, uh, the, the tasks that need to be accomplished as part of that accreditation process. But when completed, one can uh, step back and say, wow, this really helps us focus. This helps us see what we're doing well and areas where we need some improvement or redirection. And, and, and helps us set us on a, a clear path for the, for the future as well. Our intent is that it is never completed in the fact that we are continuously on a pursuit of ongoing quality. And the roadmap for that quality comes out of the school action plan that is devised from our self-study and what the visiting team has shared for us. So over the next four years of an accreditation cycle, we are in constant pursuit of the things that we've found as deficiencies or concerns, and we are continuously improving ourselves. The other great thing about NLSA, National Lutheran School Accreditation, is it allows us to evaluate the spiritual condition of our school and see exactly where we are and how we are serving our students in their faith faith life and in their service to others. So um, it is... um, it's a great, great experience, and about 700 of our 2,200 schools have chosen to be accredited, and it's a voluntary process, and it costs them money every year to be an accredited school. You mentioned the, uh, one of the, the things that I think makes Lutheran schools different, uh, that is uh, the, the spiritual nature and the spiritual nurture. Uh, that happen in a Lutheran school. Let's talk about the the Lutheran school difference. What what is unique about Lutheran schools, and why that why that's important today? Well, Andy, I just happen to have a little list here <laughs> of the ways that we uh, the, what sets us apart. What really sets Lutheran schools apart is that uh, we learn about God in our schools. We learn that. Students who attend our schools learn that, first of all, that God loves them unconditionally, that that love was so intense and so strong that he sent his only son to die for the children of that classroom on the cross and to inherit, so that they could inherit eternal life and be with him in heaven. So unconditional love is not only taught that God loves them unconditionally, but that teachers love the children in their class unconditionally. We're, we're also exposed every day to God's word and its truth and purity. And God's word is the means of grace, a transformational part. And when you talk about children, um, nearly nearly 30% of our students who come to Lutheran schools have no faith background whatsoever. So as a result of that, when they are hearing the story of Noah's Ark, are they hearing the story of of Adam and Eve, are they hearing the story of David and Goliath, they're hearing those stories for the first time. And you, my wife, again, I'll refer to her, that first grade teacher, she has those students that are actually leaning forward in their seats, taking it all in, every word of what she's saying. And then they, they go out on the recess, and uh, the little boy comes up to Anne and he says, Mrs. Schmidt, 
is that Noah stuff real? And she has the opportunity to say, it's real. And there's lots more that we're going to learn about God and his love for you. And so, so lives are transformed when they hear the word of God for the first time. And many of our students are hearing it for the first time. Um, interestingly enough, too, children in a Lutheran school learn to pray. Now, fa- Christian families... Obviously, their children are praying at home with them at bedtime, at mealtimes, during devotion time. But many of our children have that great fear innately to pray. And our children in Lutheran schools get the opportunity to pray each day, share their needs, share their concerns, talk about forgiveness, talk about being forgiven. And um, my, my wife's just concluded her 23rd home visit. Uh, she's got 24 kids in her class. She's got one left to go. And it's an exhausting experience to visit 24 families. But she went to one little one little child's home, a little, sweetest little girl you'd ever want to see in your life. And mom and w- was there and, and dad was there and they were asking questions. And as a little child, at, at the conclusion, mom says, would you like to pray for Mrs. Schmidt? And th- she hadn't had Mrs. Schmidt. But she said the most sincere, kind, dear God, thank you for making Mrs. Smith my teacher. And on and on for about three minutes she <laughs> prayed. When, when she was finished and had tears in her eyes as she walked out of that house. Because that's exactly what we are talking about in Lutheran schools. They'll have the opportunity to pray and talk to their Lord and Savior and feel comfortable in that group that we all feel a little intimidated when we're in a group and suddenly someone says, hey, could you lead the prayer? We say, yeah, we can do that. But then you're thinking, now what? How am I going to go about this? Being extemporaneous about that and being able to do that with courage and faith is, is what we are attempting to do when we try to teach children to pray in Lutheran schools. You mentioned, you, you mentioned making home visits. Mm-hmm. Your wife as an educator makes home visits. And I remember you know, coming into Lutheran education, Lutheran schools, and learning about home visits and had not experienced that prior to that. Why, uh, why do many Lutheran teachers still make home visits today? What, what is gained in that or why is that important? It's critical to know the environment of the children and their family. And it's critical to know the family, the parents, in the safety of their own home. Um, it's uh, Some schools have gone away from home visits, and especially in neighborhoods that are a little more dangerous, they're, they're afraid to get out into the community. And But, but uh, it, many schools have clung to that tradition, and it is a great way to get to know parents, to the context of, of the family, the brothers and sisters who often are uh, attempting to disrupt the the home visit. Um, the the funniest one she had this year is the little boy asked her if he would she would like to see his her his bedroom, and he took her up and showed her his collection of um, uh, uh, ca- cartoon character underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so there there's great value in uh, a home visit for a teacher to learn. Uh, to understand the context in which a, a student lives, to understand family and what needs that family might have, and uh, the, e- even to understand how, how a family interacts and communicates, I'm yes. sure, makes a difference yes. for a teacher. Absolutely. There's no question about it. To get that context is critical to the ministry that the teacher has to the family going forward. 
they'll share things in the in the privacy of their home that they would never share in the in a, in a context of a classroom or a, a parent teacher conference and we want to get to know these families well. We want to know their spiritual condition. We want to know how we can share Jesus effectively with those families. And quite frankly, we want to know that those families are praying for us. We want to know that the, the that little girl's family who said that sweet little prayer when at the end of the visit, you knew that they had talked about this, and we need to pray for our teacher every day. And that, that is provides great encouragement and great strength for the teacher. Certainly to know that, uh, that that those students and those families are praying for you and your work, the vocation that you've been given. Mm-hmm. What, uh, speaking of, of uh, prayer, uh, I know that there's a new resource out for Lutheran schools um, this year. Uh, we, we refer to it as chapel talks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, each year. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, LCMS Office of National Mission School Ministry puts out a, uh, a resource on Chapel Talks this year. Tell me a little bit about this year's edition. This year's edition is aligned with the uh, synodical uh, headline for the year, It's Still All About Jesus. And Chapel Talks is 51 weeks of outlines for chapel services that can be shared on a weekly basis with students. Um, This year, uh, Reverend Bob Riggert, uh, a retired uh, pastor and uh, education executive from the Iowa West District, an amazing writer, uh, developed the the contents of this. He's done this for several years for us. He's just an amazing, amazingly creative guy. But he took... uh, the the theme it's still all about Jesus and has inserted the names forty names of Jesus used in Scripture huh. and and used each one for forty I'm sorry that's fifty names of Jesus in used in Scripture for like the Alpha Christ the Word the Light the Vine the Bread of Life Life etc etc and each week they take a different name of Jesus and discover and uncover and discuss hymns, songs, mm-hmm. Bible readings, all revolve around the names of Jesus. How is chapel, weekly chapel or daily chapel, uh, a part of Lutheran schools today? We want our children to learn to value worship and to learn about the church here. So as a result of that, this gives us an opportunity to teach our children about the liturgical church year and also to, eva- to, to develop an appreciation for worship. What is interesting is um, we, we usually try to gear things on a child's level, much the same as a children's sermon in, with illustrations, with, with things that uh, help children understand the message. But what is interesting is many parents are, have taken to, to attending the children's chapel services. And um, they, for some of those parents, and especially the parents who aren't engaged in the church, that is the single worship experience that they have in their life, is the chapel service. Until such time as they can be connected to a congregation, it is the one time that they can hear about God's Word, hear God's Word, and that they can experience the transforma- transformational nature of the Word. In chapel, students are are worshiping and learning mm-hmm. worship, learning about worship, uh, where God delivers His gifts in the Word, mm-hmm. in the sacraments. They're they're learning and seeing these uh, these things r- right there in their own school. Mm-hmm. Such a uh, 
such a unique thing, I think, that, that Lutheran schools offer. And I'm very grateful for that, that uh, I'm grateful that my son gets to, to gather with other children of all ages mm-hmm. in, in his school to hear that word preached, to hear that word proclaimed, and uh, to sing in response to that as well, and exactly. to pray in response to that, and, to and, confess. And and when we, especially with our early childhood, it's a very simple message. And what is interesting is the parents who come and attend and sit in the back of the church hear that simple message, and they can comprehend what that simple re- message means. It's not complicated. It's very easy, and they can go home, and many times their child will be talking to them about what the message was, and they can have a little discussion about that. So, Chapel Talks, available to Lutheran schools and educators on lcms.org slash schools, right? It is. On the website. Another, another so- source for that information is our school website, luthed.org, L-U-T-H-E-D.org. It is free and downloadable from the LCMS website. It is free and downloadable from LCM, from luthed.org, lcms.org and luthed.org. Very good. And uh, if you're wanting hard copies of that, those can be purchased as well, right? We'll, we'll sell you that one. <laughs> but it's, it's it's very easy to download. I went and did that earlier to uh, uh, to take a look at the, the resource. It's still all about Jesus. Great theme reminding us that uh, no matter what comes, no matter what we may even become prideful in, uh, it it's still all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. No matter what we face in the year ahead, mm-hmm. it's still all about Jesus. Great resource, and thanks to uh, Pastor Rickert for uh, for writing the materials for that. Now, in this, the, they'll find resources for a, a chapel message as well as recommended hymns and songs and prayers. Is that correct? There is the uh, scripture, the text, a song, and then an outline for a small children's sermon. And uh, it's a really well laid out and beautifully done. Handy resource for schools to use. And uh, I noticed you mentioned 51. Uh, so enough weeks to cover the, the whole school year, yes. the whole year, really. Yes. Um, Several of our schools locations. use this, uh, follow right along with this and, and use it. Others uh, choose to go other directions. So. Well, a great resource for free, uh, luthed.org, uh, lcms.org slash schools. Two easy ways, two easy places to find it as well. For the the family that is new to Lutheran schools this year, um, as schools are starting, what would you like to share with them as they're embarking on this new adventure, uh, partnering with Lutheran schools mm-hmm. for the education of their child? Mm-hmm. Lutheran schools are not perfect places. <laughs> they are places where sinners, just like me and you, just like me and you and Andy, are served by a God who loves them unconditionally. Be ready to experience that love and the forgiveness that comes to us every day. Um, Teachers aren't perfect. Students aren't perfect. But we serve a perfect God. And... um, that's what's you're gonna you're gonna find over and over and over again. We are grateful for the opportunity to teach families and children who come to us, and um, look forward to the opportunity this year. Very good, Terry Schmidt, Director of Schools and Accreditation, the LCMS Office of National Mission. Thanks so much for sharing some time with me today, talking about Lutheran schools. God's blessings on the upcoming school year for you and uh, all the many teachers and students that are gathering in our Lutheran schools this year. It's going to be a great year. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. 
Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.